0: So fair warning, today's topic is going to be a little controversial. And I say that because I know there are parents listening out there. There are parents listening out there who are like, hey, you know, we're here too. You're not supposed to say that. But you guys know that what we do here on the podcast is we make sure that we talk about exactly what's going to, well, I'm going to bring it up. I'm not going to lie. If this is what's happening with our women and what's happening with our parents, and we have to talk about it, we have to talk about it. And if you're a mother who has to marry your kids, you definitely want to listen to this episode, especially... If you have been struggling with thinking about, gosh, who am I going to marry my daughter to? What's going on? And not having success in that as well if you've already started. So either way, it's actually for daughters. It's actually for moms. Let's do it. So you can understand the guys and, and, and we can cycle interrupt all the crazy madness that's going on out there and the lack of support or the lack of understanding and a lot of things going on in this podcast, but we need to talk about it. Let's go. As-salamu alaykum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you every week on topics that Muslim women are dealing with, and we're doing it in light of the Quran and Sunnah. Obviously, topic of marriage is a hot topic, but what I think is not talked about enough is the fact that parents are struggling with their daughters or it could be the guys too i only talk about girls but yeah and and vice versa daughters are feeling like i think i kind of know what's happening i should be doing my parents think they should know what you know what to do for me and there's a lot of you know things going on. And so this podcast is here to help women grow and thrive. And I have a podcast where women are listening here from anywhere between the ages of maybe 18 and 50. So you know we're covering a lot. So somebody's either going to be a mom in this one or somebody who has a mom and they're trying to get married. And this is this is what we're going to talk about today. So definitely um, having no filter on this issue needs to be a little bit of what's going on in this podcast. So <laughs> whether it's easy for you to listen to or not, I have to say because we're seeing a lot of bad marriages happen. And I think if we don't start talking as a community about what's happening before the marriages, we're not going to be able to fix it. So if you're already married, you need to hear this because women in our community need to know for yourself, make sure your daughter also as a mom doesn't go through this or you don't put her through this because this is really important. And the Quran and Sunnah, you know, have all the answers for us. And the fact of the matter is the majority of parents don't know. I'm going to say that like very boldly because I talk to thousands and thousands if not ten thousands and we have like you know three plus million on the podcast i've talked to a lot of people worldwide and that the eighty percent or more and that's even being kind eighty percent or more of families especially parents do not know this information and that's why i want to talk about it today because if you're doing it as a parent you could be harming your daughter who's trying to get married and if you're a daughter you know look at your parents for support. I need you to, to look out for these things and help them out too. We got to do it together, all of us together. We shall visit that. All right, so let's get straight into it. So, parents marry their daughters more so culturally than Islamically. That's my first number 1 point or problem Point that we're going to talk about today in this podcast. And how can I say that so boldly? I don't know all the parents. Well, like I said, I've talked to an incredible amount of people. And here's the thing when you start to listen to the trends across the world, like it doesn't matter if you're in Africa, Asia, Europe, you know, um the Middle East, quote unquote, like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're hearing these ridiculous trends over and over again, such as, well, I'm going to tell you in a second. And here's the thing, if you're a parent, and this sounds like something you might've been advising your child to do, I want you to say, hold up a minute. Uh, okay. Like, just keep your mind open. That wasn't necessarily Islamically aligned. Okay. I didn't know that. And and I, like I said, my parents didn't teach me either. So there is no bad um, move on parents. Parents just do things because they love us, they want us to be happy, and this is what they were taught by their parents and no one told them otherwise. So that's what this podcast is for. We're gonna, we're gonna tell you otherwise. And um, let's be real moms and dads. Everybody else, you know, has a lot of families, like, they don't talk about the problems that they're struggling with because they don't want other families to judge them, right? They don't want to be, like, in the community and have, like, the, the people in the community know that they're struggling to get their daughter married, Then they're going to think she's not, like, marriage material, then they're going to talk, you know, and, and people are really, really struggling, but at the same time, as parents are struggling with their own, like, gosh, you know, the community, um, the, the, the girls are struggling, and I tell you this because a lot of girls are getting mixed messages or wrong messages from their parents. Let me give you an example. One girl, and and mind you, when I say one girl, every time I mean like many girls, but I'm just giving like an example. Um, One girl told me in particular... She said well you know my mom and dad dad told me you know i have a really bad past like so obviously this girl's saying like she's sinned or she had boyfriends or she's doing something on social media or like basically the community knows that she has fallen off the beaten path in terms of her islamic dean let's just say quote unquote right so she's saying you know um you know i have this bad past my parents are like look you got you just need to marry anybody at this point take whatever you can get because, like, no one's going to marry you. Like, you just need to get married at this point. So for the quote-unquote bad girls, like, some of them are being advised this by their parents. So there's guys coming to them that they feel are just not good quality guys. But they are kind of get this pressure from their parents, like, any guy who comes up to you at this point. Just be like, seal the deal because because you have a past and, like, no one's going to come for you with that past. Now, here's my counter to that. Islamically that is has zero validity because actually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we know from the Quran and several points in the Quran, he talks about the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how making tawbah and this and that will only reap the benefits of the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know we can go from ayat and ayat and ayat of Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is touting that he will he wants us to come back and he will help us so when we take a position as parents where we're like hey you know you have this past community and we fear people and what they think over allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what he tells us that means we are a little bit shaky in our deen or we don't know that that advice is a little bit toxic for our kids so we don't want to put them in the position where we make them feel like they're not enough when they already kind of get the message that they're not enough and so Alhamdulillah the better thing to do the better thing to do is to help her get back on her feet in her deen, tell her the things from the Qur'an where Allah loves her and he will help her if only she gets back, and then help her in in, in that by you yourself making a sikhara, you yourself making dua for her, and, and not letting her fall prey to the fact that nobody will want her because there is no validity to that, and Allah will definitely help those who are the best of believers, inshallah, bismillah. Now, I can go a ton more into this, but let's just... Let's just give you a couple examples. Another sister told me that her dad said, don't bring any guy to me unless you have like vetted him yourself and he's worth it and you think it's going to really go through. Then bring him to me and we'll take it from there. And I'll, you know, I'll do my wali thing type of thing. Uh, I I don't even know where to start with how wrong that is. I, I cannot tell you how many women have told me that their father has told them that or their father doesn't want to be involved with them as a wali. Um, maybe their parents are divorced or maybe the parents are together but the dad's just like look and unless you find a guy seriously don't bring one to me oh that is that is 110% impermissible he's encouraging her to sin she's not supposed to go talk to any and you know ironically the sweetest girls call me up and they're like sis I just feel so uncomfortable going after guys myself until I find a good enough one. I don't know, is there something wrong with me that I just don't have it in me to like approach guys? I just feel it's like, I just feel like it's just like, oh, I shouldn't, I don't know, something in my heart. I'm like, sis, that's called, haya, that's called taqwa. That's like called like, I Islamically in my heart of hearts know that that's the wrong thing to do. And, and actually the girls are right. So again, I'm not bashing parents because I'm a parent. I'm just saying whoever was taught that in their culture, and it is cultural, and I'm not going to say which cultures do it the most that I hear from, that that is completely encouraging your daughter to put it like a sheep amongst the wolves so telling your daughter it's okay to, to 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 talk to guys even on the phone even even no 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 not hard on they're dating just like you know talking fun fi- no even that is impermissible we could talk about what's permissible and like in another time but like right now let me just tell you what is not working out that's what so that was the second thing right so so the the, the first one is like rushing her because you think like no one's going to marry her at this point because she already had the bad girl status and the next one is like oh like you know like it's not my job to step in until you like do your part and find a guy that's worth my time to spend with you and then i'll i'll do the rest as a dad or as a wali absolutely not and you know lastly another one i hear is there's like the parents don't really listen to the girls and they tell them that they are not allowed in a sit down to ask too many questions to the guys because then they're gonna run the guy away why why you have all these questions One or two questions like then you guys can like then you guys can like you know just say you like him you like him honey or not you know i'm not going to say which cultures do this the most and then, like, the girl's like, but I, but I feel like I didn't get to ask enough questions. And, you know, I'm the kind of person that you guys know my course, uh, the Muslim Marriage Lab. I teach all the questions to ask, the best questions. So the girl's there. She goes in my course. She gets all the best questions. She goes in the, in the sit-down, and the parents are like, shh, with all those questions. What's with the questions? You trying to scare the guy off? And, you know, this is Islamically not allowed. The girl is allowed to talk in front of the parents, you know, because we're doing a halal way, until she gets her answers and the guy until they get their answers and they feel comfortable in their heart. And that's it. And if he runs away, let him run. Let him run because he wasn't meant for you because he doesn't have the time to understand you or let you understand him. Who would want to be married to a guy like that anyway, right? Or vice versa, guys, to girls. You guys want to make sure you're picking the right person. So the parents are rushing them. Or lastly, last example is, girl tells the parents what she wants, they get a, a person like who's like a matchmaker, whatever it is, and they just do the traditional route. Okay, like, bio data, he's got this, she's got that, da, 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 college, job. Like, they go through everything that has nothing to do with what Islamically it says a good guy is. It's just like, culturally is he going to look good in the community and you got a good catch so these are the way that parents are doing the cultural thing versus the islamic thing i hope it's more clear now and for parents who are like yeah we do that yeah i want my daughter to be taken care of so why would that be wrong it's not that it's wrong to have your daughter want to be taken care of it's that Allah is the best of caretakers and Allah says oftentimes not to even focus on the things that we're putting in the bio data. SubhanAllah. So I want you to find out what are the appropriate things to focus on. Do those. Encourage your daughter to those and don't tell them not to ask too many questions. It is so so important. The second huge thing I see going wrong with families is that Either the parents or the daughter or both don't know the process. So forget about the cultural way versus the Islamic way. I'm talking about the actual process is just completely unknown or unclear or gray, and therefore everybody's kind of fumbling through it. And here's the thing, it's kind of like I said, like it's not like you're buying shoes on Amazon, okay? It's not like, oh, I'm gonna take this guy, I'm gonna try him on for a minute and see if he fits, and if not, just go get another one, okay? It's not like a return policy that's like, you know, it's not like that. This is a serious legal thing, right? I want you to imagine, Going to college, you know, when you have to go to college, you have to do that paperwork. When you have to go find a lawyer, you have to do that paperwork because you have this big case, you know. When you're going to go and and um, and um submit papers, right, to get your green card or visa or something like a serious thing when you move into a new country. Like, there is a legal process. So, like, this marriage thing, it has a legal process. And and you do any, and I'm not just talking about, like, legal, like, kitba kitab, like, I'm sitting here, like, talking about contracts. I'm talking about by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want his help to weed out the guys who are wrong, you have to do it by his way because his way is the perfect way. And if we do any other way, we're gonna lead ourselves open for a lot of pain, right? And so let me give you an example of what I mean by that. At the end of the day, there are women who just like girls who just you know, I say girls, I just mean like the 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 daughter's going to get married, so nothing to be facetious. The daughter's going to be married, like they don't actually know the process. So you either have parents who are like taking it full on and doing it all themselves, or you have them that are just throwing it to the to the to the daughter and being like, Hey, you know what? You go take care of that. When you're ready to get married, you let us know we've got you will we'll hook up the hall, we'll get the money, we'll do the invitations. And they just let her do the process by herself. Or we have something that's like a little in between. We have parents that kind of allow the girl to like do her thing but then come back and talk to them. How's each guy going? And then go do your thing, come back, talk to us. All, all of these are incorrect. The daughter's supposed to be completely in the know. Like she's supposed to understand. And I want you to explain it like this to you. Imagine if you're a new Muslim, like my rebates will get this, right? And you come to them to the masjid, you come to the mosque to pray for the first time. And I tell you, you know what, just don't worry about what you gotta do. Just come in the line, just follow us, and you'll you got this, right? if you come in the line and you pray with us okay you're going through the motions right but are you understanding any of what you're doing are you feeling in your heart the way you're supposed to because you don't even know what words you're saying right now and do you understand what each the the and the, the each part of it Do you understand what it is in any in any shape or form no you're just robotically going through the motions and so you are just like so passive in the process you're not really part of the process As opposed to you come in the masjid, I said, look, we're about to pray Salah in like, you know, a half an hour. I'm going to sit you down and just do a full on class. Even 30 minutes isn't enough. But let's pretend it was even like I caught you the day before, taught you the entire process of Salah and the intention, everything. And then I brought you in the next day. Are you going to come to the Salah totally differently, totally prepared? You know, if I taught you what the words mean and you were like practicing them for a day or for weeks or for months, you're not going to come to the prayer the same way that's the marriage process that we're doing with the girls we they're just like not no one's teaching them much of anything they're just kind of like yeah 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 we'll find the guy then we'll do a contract and then you know like we'll have a wedding and it'll be great And that's it no no one's telling them what to look for what not to look for how to prepare themselves as a female on the back end before you find him like how to how to you know to to make the proper du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how to know when he's there for you, how to go back and forth in multiple interviews and pick up these things about him or about his family, his mother, his sister, his uncle, That is, it's not going to gel with your families. There's so many parts of the process and we teach four in the school that people just skip. They're going in with like twenty to thirty percent, not explaining. You know how many girls call me up on the phone? Like I-, I don't actually even know. I've been trying to look for a guy for marriage for like three, four years, but it hasn't been working out. And I go, well, what's your process? They're like, um, I don't, I don't really, ha- I don't really know. I just like whatever my mom says. I just do that. And then the mom, by the way, I said, well, tell me, what does your mom tell you to do? And she tells me, and it's not even Islamically aligned at all. And I'm not saying that's always. I'm just saying it's a lot. It's too often. Then not you know and so subhanallah the second thing like i'm saying here is that the process is totally lost or not taught to our women and so they don't understand where they're supposed to like stand up for themselves and like you know be like no that's not okay or this or that and and like and the thing the danger here is there's guys preying on our our girls our women and so like the girls don't know that what he's doing is aib it's improper so a lot of girls are like what's the sign if a guy's good If a guy's compatible with me, I can't. I'm like, look, before we talk about him, can we talk about you? I have to mostly time pull them back. I'm like, that's not even where the process starts, sis. It doesn't start with where to look for him. It starts with where to look inside of you. Because if we don't first explore you and exactly what you want, you're going to wake up five to 10 years after being married and go, what did I do? This guy is nothing like what I wanted. And now I finally realize who I am. And we're not even a match. Oh my goodness, we have kids. Ya Get me out of this trap. And that's what a lot of girls do because they just skip themselves and they jump to like, what's the best questions to ask the guy? You know, how many women DM me that all day long? What's the best questions? I have the best questions. We teach it in the school. We have the top 25. We even have a list of 95 to pick from things you never thought to ask. That's why we have 95 because you're not going to ask 95, right? You're just going to ask what you need. But a lot of times people don't like we, we have like this this array where we're just like, have you thought about that? If you're a person who's into travel, then we have some travel questions. If you're a person who's into like, you know, career before children, we have specific questions. So it applies to some women and not others. So we have some food for thought, let's say. But then we have the ones that you're like, listen, sink or swim. You better ask these 25. Do not avoid these. These are the ones that are going to protect you. From some guy playing on you or you not picking up on that you guys are not even compatible. And you know how many women say, oh my gosh, those were lifesavers, but here's the jumper. We don't start with those because you shouldn't. And so oftentimes when women come to me, I have to be like, slow, slow slow down. That's not even where we start. We're going to start with you because it's all about you. And I hope the guys are doing the same thing, by the way, because guys listen to this podcast, brothers, I want it to be all about you. I want you to explore you before you pick your wife, because otherwise, how are you going to pick her? If you don't really know who you are, oh, I know who I am. I'm going to go to uni for this. This is my degree. I'm going to live in this neighborhood. That's not knowing you. Come on now. That's not knowing you. That's that's all dunya. That's all like you know, flashiness and show offness, because at the end of the day, that's not in your heart, in your chest, in your wants, your desires, your life purpose. Like, let's get a little deeper. Let's scratch that surface. Let's please not be so shallow with these ideas of what knowing ourselves are, you know? And the biggest thing I want for our women and our parents to know is, is we don't need to rush. But you know what a lot of people call me up for? They call me up because they have put off the process for so long. And then they, they're just like, they started and they thought they were going to be in and out and done and found a guy in a year. Like, oh, I waited till I was done with like pharmacy school or I was done with my, you know, yada, yada degree. Now I'm 27 and I'm starting the process. And I thought I'd be done by 28. You know, I'd be getting a house. I'd be having kids by 30, you know, something like that. And then they're there like three years, five years. Seven. How many girls call me 30 something and they're like, I'm like, you've never been married. They're like, no, I delayed it to do all the school stuff and I thought it was gonna be easy and I realize it's not. Or girls who would just, they come early to me too and they're just like, I've been looking for a long time and I just, it's no success. Or I've just been in like relationship breakup, like they were engaged and broke and engaged and broke. And then when I, they, they start to hate on themselves so badly, they think nobody wants them and it's not true. What it really is, is that they're doing it wrong. So that's why I started the podcast with I like the, the mistake that 80 plus percent of our families are making. It's the process. But you know what happens when you do the process wrong? You don't blame the process. Do you know who you blame? Yourself or your parents, and things go awry, right? And your relationship is messed up. But mostly girls are blaming themselves because they're just like, I must not be desirable. I must not be lovable. Could you imagine if somebody's walking around with that thought when it has nothing to do with that? And it's just that they're doing it wrong. And that's what I find is usually the case. And that's why I say number two is, biggest problem is not knowing the process, either from the girl side or the parent side. And guess what? In the time of the prophet, peace be upon him, the girl was part of that process. She's not a bystander. She's not gonna like, you know, do it like, just follow whatever her parents say. And and I'm not saying that we shouldn't follow what our parents say, so please don't get it wrong. What I'm saying is, if our parents don't know the Islamic way and then we're following them, that could be tricky, right? Don't you see the trickiness in that, right? Because then you're doing things that could be displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about that first example I had about the father who was like, do your thing, you know, go find the guy. What happens if you follow that? I'm so glad when girls call me and they're like, is that, is that Right. You know, I I, I I love when we're inquisitive because we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be. These are not just like things we do. We just follow blindly. This is Islam. Islam is an ocean. It's beautiful. We should ask. We should ask. And the last point I want to make is the fact that our women are getting pressured a lot. They're getting a lot of pressure from every angle. And the parents... I know as parents we're not always picking up on how bad our daughters feel and i think it's really time where we had some real sit downs and we stopped getting like you know like pressuring them about what our ideas of what they should do are and just listening to them like what do they want what do they want out of a marriage now yeah, some of our daughters might have gotten swayed by Dunya, okay? I know a lot of girls at this want like big flashy things and guys with titles. And that could be your daughter or that, that could be you right now, right? Or it could be that that's not you or that's not your daughter. and 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 you are just earnestly... Not 100% sure about what she wants. Maybe she's not sure about what she wants, but she doesn't have anybody to talk to about this except her friends. And her friends are single, maybe, right? And her friends just don't give her the best advice because they haven't found guys either. Ladies, how can we continue to take advice from women who haven't figured it out yet? Think about that. You're taking advice from women who haven't figured it out yet when there's people who have. People who actually know what the Quran says. People who actually know what the Sunnah says. But we keep taking advice by people who still haven't even succeeded in the process. What if they make bad choices and live out those bad choices and advise you the way they advise themselves and then you live that same horrible life that they do? Why would we do this to ourselves? We should ask. We should learn. It's the same thing I'm going to say to parents. How could we help our children when we love them we want to protect them or do what we think is helping them by giving them suggestions we've got off of online by googling or by random family members we've talked to that don't even have solid marriages themselves and then give that advice to our, our our women when my daughter wanted to get married i was so proud of her because i You know, I'd figured out the Islamic way myself at that point. I had to go and learn under Mashiach. And you guys know that if you listen to my podcast, nobody taught me. I had to go and do my due diligence. Most of the, the courses that I have in the school are, are literally because I just women not to have to do what I had to do, which is sit under people for a long, long, long amount of time. And mind you, when they're giving me the information, they're not giving it in a modern context. So, you know, that transference, that application was really, really challenging. So I had to go to several, several, several people to confirm, is this okay? Is this not okay? It's a lot of work. It took me at least five years to fully understand, for example, the process. And when we teach it, we teach it in like four weeks because we know nobody's doing that. You know, What are people going to do instead? Nobody's got time for that. What are they going to do? They're going to be like, um, what's the easiest way? Google that. Google this. Put it together. Check. I'm good. And that's why we're having such a 50%, almost 50% divorce rate in the Muslim community. That's why I'm on this podcast right now because I want you to know this is what it's stemming from. We are not educated enough. You know, I was reading a book the other day about the the taba'in the, the and, you know, the sahaba and how they would walk the earth for knowledge and how somebody wouldn't be listened to unless they had sat under like 700 scholars. You know, people wouldn't even let them open their mouth. And now we just like say anything, right? You know, at the end of the day, we have to check what we're saying, if it's actually valid. And when it comes to marriage... If we're just walking around based on like some cute Instagram post that gave me a little vice today and I'm going to run with it, that is a dangerous world. That is a dangerous world. So my advice today to the parents and the daughters are this. Stop living in the the gray area of not knowing because you're going to lack confidence and you're going to lack clarity. The number, the two top things when women leave us, they leave us with confidence and clarity. And that's only because when you learn knowledge, knowledge gives you just that. We talked about it with the salon. If you learn something, you feel good. You feel in the know and you're confident. And so the last point I'll make of this is a lot of girls have guys really messing with them and nothing against the guys. You know, guys listen to the podcast too. But at the end of the day, guys will be like, no, you don't got to go to your dad yet. We just got to get to know each other first again. Then if it's worth it, you know what? Then let's bother your father. We don't want to go into your father yet when we might not even work out. Does that sound like it makes sense? Yes, it sounds like it makes sense. Stop telling women that. That's totally wrong. I'm dying. And women are like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. That makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. That's haram. Don't listen to him. You see, if you knew what was right, then you would just do what's right. And when a guy talks to you like that, that's like a red flag. That's like check to the side. I'm good. Nope. Next. Thank you. You're going to encourage me to haram? How are you going to encourage me in my life as a married wife if you can't even encourage me right now when we're not even together? This is just crazy. This is madness. So ladies, I know then some ladies are going to head, well, if I don't talk to him, then how am I going to? There's a way, sisters. There's a way. Do you think Allah didn't make a way? Yeah, Allah, Allah made a way. Allah has the best of ways. Let's stop trying to act like we need to figure it out ourselves. When it's already written in the book, it's called the Quran. And if you don't know how to find the stuff in there, that's what we do. That's what we guide women to. We help them to understand it. But in like the modern context, but, but, and here's the big but because it's a really important one. It is within the Quran and Sunnah. We're not compromising. We're not going to reform the deen to fit our needs. That's just nonsense. Some kind of new revolution right now going on. I'm not part of that. It is perfect the way it is. The Quran is timeless. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thought of everything from the beginning to the end of the earth. He doesn't need us to figure it out with him. He's good. He's good. But what we need to do is we need to know his way. And it's that easy. Ask. Ask why are we going to put ourselves at risk? All right. So I hope let's just kind of like wrap it up today. Number one, I said, one of the biggest mistakes we're making is that, you know, we are, our families are teaching our girls culturally how to get married and not Islamically and I gave you a couple examples so you could scroll back. Number two, the parents and the daughters are unclear of the process and they're making a lot of mistakes and in the end the girls feel horrible about themselves because they think that something's wrong with them when actually just nobody's doing the right process. The process that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribe. They're doing bits and pieces or mishmashes and it's just not the right way. And number three, the women are getting pressured. They're getting pressured from society, what they should look like, what they should do from the parents, who they should marry, who they should not marry. And here's the thing, if you don't know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for you, how do you know who to listen to? So the the moral of the story here is if 80 plus percent of our families are giving the wrong advice to the girls or the girls are doing the wrong thing because they just don't know, it's literally just a case that we just don't know, then what do you think is the answer? To find out, right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for our young women and men to find spouses that are the coolness of their eyes and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allow us to find spouses. That will be our ticket to Jannah, and best of, for us in the dunya and the akhira. Well, for the unmarried ones, I'm already married. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> I didn't mean to say like that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my husband, he's, I've, I married my husband. If you guys haven't listened to it, I have a podcast, if you go back, called I Think It's Our Love Story, How We Got Married. It's the only podcast that my husband is on. Because I'm not into that whole, like, me and my husband, let's show our whole life. That's also za'ayb. But at the end of the day, if people want to do that, that's fine. I, I'm not trying to attract any Ain, you know. At the end of the day, I just do that because I want it from his perspective, as a guy's perspective. And I want you to know that there are people out there to help you. Don't suffer alone. All right, yalla. Assalamu alaikum, Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.